Hello and welcome to the newest episode of Deandra and the co-host I am Deandra Reviews and this episode is brought to you by DeandraReviewsAtAll.com where entertainment is reviewed for the light it gives. I do not understand why I keep on laughing when I say my own name. I, maybe it's because like when do we ever actually say our own name? Never. It's like when somebody asks you oh can you spell out your name? You're like I don't know it's, it's my name. Or is that just me? Are you, are you saying I'm dumb? Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> today, speaking of names, I have the honor and pleasure of interviewing for today's episode, Rudy Tuesday. Yes, that's French, as he puts it. It's like saying Tuesday, but like with a little swing, Tuesday. Anyway, he's super, super sweet, super calm, very... One of those people that he's just so measured and he has a great voice, really powerful. And like a lot of vocalists who have a great range. I mean, he is a power vocalist for sure. I think for us, our journey, look at me adding myself. I don't know if you know this, but I studied opera, so I can sing. I really can. Um, but for a lot of vocalists that, can be considered the diva vocalist or can really give you a power belt and go across their range. I think some of the journeys we take as singers is trying to figure out how to show our range without it being overpowering and we're just plugging 20 million notes. We've all seen that artist who's like, oh yeah. Um, and also trying to be emotionally honest. I think that's the great thing about having a really powerful range when you when you sing to emotional truths, it just feels more beautiful and more more potent, I would say. So, yeah, we discussed that because Rudy, as sweet and as loving as he is, you know, he doesn't have too many relationships under his belt. And we discussed whether he's fallen in love, what it means to fall in love, and what he has learned from his few relationships and from dating in terms of learning how to receive as much as give, which is something that I'm definitely a journey on as I date post pandemic, because we're not dating yet. I am not, which is something we discuss as well. Um, no, COVID is still rampant. I'm not dating. I'm not doing hookups like that. That's crazy. This is a pandemic people. Um, but yeah, it's going to be weird going back into the dating world post-pandemic because now we realize we are in a living Petri dish and then we have to deal with the fact that relationships make us grow, but when do we find the one that we want to grow with? Ooh, that's deep. Oprah, Oprah, Oprah. That was good. That was deep. But it, it is true. And we have a real blast talking about love because who doesn't get into it when you talk about love, right? And writing love songs and trying to transfer that emotion into your singing voice with a level of power and authenticity that, that captures people, which he totally, totally does. And we talk about writing love songs and we talk about everything, really, particularly our fascination with Vicks Vaporub. That's very important. And that is a secret weapon for all vocalists. 
um, especially ones who suffer from sinuses. But I'm, I'm going too far into the conversation. You've got to hear it. This is Deandra, the co-host. I am Deandra Reviews. Check out DeandraReviewsAtAll.com for the latest reviews in entertainment, uh, movies, music, films, movies and films, that's the same thing, artists, interviews, and just talking with people to discover the light that they have within themselves that they want to offer the world in terms of thoughtfulness, wisdom, fun, humor. It really is a great website. And Rudy Tuesday is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful singer. And I'm so excited to have him on as my co-host in today's episode of DeAndra the Co-host. Check it out. Yeah. Okay. Welcome one and all to a new episode of Deandra and the co-host brought to you by Deandra Reviews It All, where I review new entertainment for the positive social commentary that's trying to give the world. Check it out at deandrareviewsitall.com. And today's co-host is Rudy Jose. Yes. Rudy, introduce yourself. Yes. Hi. Hi. Uh, thank you for having me, Deandra. Uh, I'm Rudy Jose. I'm... A singer I just released almost a month ago, uh, my new single for 2021, Fatal Attraction. I just released a acoustic live performance of it. And yeah, uh, I'm excited to be here, talk to you, talk about all that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it is like, did you understand the irony of saying fatal attraction and talking about love during COVID? <laughs> like yeah. the perspective of like, it is fatal attraction. Yeah, and it's funny how <clears throat> that song, like the story behind that song was from years ago. And then we actually came into the studio when we were first writing it and I came in with nothing. I kind of got a couple beats from my producers and they were like, what do you think? And I said, there's definitely something between with one of them, which ended up being the Fatal Attraction beat. But I was like, we need to fix it. And then they were like, all right, come to the studio. We'll figure it out. And they were like, so what do you have? And I was like, uh, I have myself. I have, uh, my voice is warmed up and that's all. So we kind of were just throwing each other different stories. And it's like, well, there was this, this, I'm not sure why I'm sharing this, but there was this 4th of July party from a couple years ago. And it was, I, my friends had left me and I was all alone. And I ended up hanging out with this girl who was, she was like twice my age and she was the coolest person ever. She was, it was fun just like, having that night being with someone and then my one of my producers Simon he goes that's almost like kind of like a fatal attraction and I go yep there we go all right let's start writing that's the name, the name of the song let's go towards that like that Maroon 5 song when he dates like the older woman in the hotel that kind of oh yeah vibe. yeah yeah a little bit darker a little bit more upbeat but that was definitely I'm pretty sure that was one of the references. Um, yeah, but it's a lot, it's it's darker for me. It was um, between my other three songs that I'd put out. We, I, I just worked with them on I Don't Know. And 
that was kind of when I found the like Rudy Tuesday voice that I was going for. The first two were kind of like, oh, this is catchy. Oh, this shows my range. And then I don't know, it was kind of a more, this is all me now. So let's keep moving forward. So I guess I would say Fatal Attraction is more of like a mature version of I don't know, kind of, I know now what's happening. I now have a Fatal Attraction. I now kind of uh, growing from that song. Has it been hard finding your voice? Cause you, you, you send me three topics. Well, technically four, you said love, music, COVID, ha ha. So we'll figure out what the ha ha is. All the, it's all but, funny right now. <laughs> it's all a joke. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah, has it been hard like trying to find your voice, especially because you have a really good voice. Like you, I saw your you. little live, your little riffs. You're like, oh. fun fact: I had uh, an aggressive sinus infection. I came in and I was like, "Am I gonna sing this?" Um, ended up sounding okay. I was like, "This sounds better than I expected. Maybe I should put the audio out on Spotify and see what that does." And now we're here. But going back to your question, well, before you, it, you move to the question, I would just want to say mm -hmm. maybe you should get more sinus infections if it's that if that's if that's the key and. I studied opera and the secret for me, because I get a lot of sinus infections, my opera singer said, put va Vicks VapoRub in your nose every night before you go to bed. Oh, that, chest. if I opened up my little like cabinet in my bathroom, I think I have at least four different Vicks VapoRubs that are, one's like used, one is completely new. I. I just go, I go to bed just putting that on, even when I'm not sick. It's life-changing. Yeah. Yeah. And you feel it like one night without Vicks. I'm like, I, I'm dying. I feel like something <laughs> entered my chest. What's happening? Yeah. Sure. It's the best cure. I, I'll have, I won't, I'll have like a fever and I'm like, all right, Vicks, here we go. Up on the nose, like my neck. And yeah. You just put some on your forehead too. Like when I have headaches, I'm like, let me just put some mix. Oh yeah. And it's like a moisturizer too. So you're getting the skincare routine too. Um, but yeah, no, love Vicks. Um, yeah, I think, I think I should start getting sick before I go perform. Just kidding. Terrible joke during a pandemic. I'm well, gonna. <laughs> it's a very Phoebe from Friends strategy. Like she needed to, to think Smelly Cat, if you've seen the show, she needed to get a cold. For, wait, Smelly Cat, which I've only uh, seen a couple episodes. I need, a, that was on my list before it left Netflix. Okay, okay. so you know how Phoebe was, do, are you, do you, have you gotten the gist that Phoebe wants to be a singer? Yes, the whole, yes, got the characters down. So there's an episode where she gets a really bad cold and suddenly like she's a jazz singer like her she has like this super sultry voice and she's like Melica, Melica, what are the in you and everybody's like whoa like and then she loses the cold and she's basically <laughs> lost her spark and is trying to get sick again the persona left oh okay yeah no i that is definitely i think i'm pulling a phoebe on that one <laughs> Uh, yeah, for sure. But that was a, I was exhausted. My voice was shot at some points. At the end of the, once we finished it, I was like, all right, I, 
I got to go run and get some tea. <laughs> but it ended up being working out. Maybe, you know, bringing it back to my question, maybe that it kind of makes me wonder if the key to being a great artist is kind of exhausting yourself. Like not just talking about sickness, but like you had to do like two songs to finally land on Fatal Attraction. And I'm sure the first two, they, it's an exciting process, but it's a frustrating one because you're trying to find your voice. You're trying to impress everybody, but kind of impress yourself at the same time. Is there a level of like, I, got, I just got tired by the time I reached Fatal Attraction. Like I wanted something out. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I... Um, during finding that whole process, just one thing that I was struggling with was having the conversation of like, who is Rudy Tuesday? There's Rudy Tuesday, me doing my life, being a student, going, living in Miami and doing all that. But then it's also like the fact that I'm doing music, I have to find that artist and find that artist in me and use that. And it, they can come together, but I felt like that wasn't working for me and I needed to find something for me and everyone. So it was weird because in the beginning, I was just like, I need to sing all the notes. I need to go through the whole piano, like the keyboard and figure out which notes I can't reach and hit those notes in the songs. But then as soon as uh, I, I realized, I was like, I wanna still tell a story. I still want to give them a piece of my life as well as what I want for my voice. And I think meeting, like first meeting with my producers, I think they immediately got my vibe and knew how to take me there. And I think that was like meeting them. As soon as we did, I don't know, I was like, all right, we're doing 20,000 more songs. We're going to do this and that. And we did have, I, I think we've done like 10 songs together maybe 11 and yeah no it's just it's finally there and now it's I feel like it's a bit of a relief and also more fun rather than me stressing out about what I need to write about what I need to say where it's like you can write about and you can write about a fourth of July party and meeting someone and having that be a song <laughs> yeah yeah I mean it's definitely like I totally understand what you mean I think in the very beginning when I started I, I always wrote songs like all my life, but when I started like producing and creating beats, I have to say that I kind of thought I had to Whitney Houston, the whole thing. Like, so I totally understand, like you feel like you have to show just how powerful you are all within three minutes and hit all these crazy notes. And then mm -hmm. the opposite is like, I would have like these Whitney Houston moments where I would have these really quiet, really low songs where I didn't, I didn't move my range within an inch. There was just yeah. no balance. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's just finding that balance and like, it comes naturally, which is weird. I, I was not expecting that. I, when coming up with melodies and stuff and having the lyrics in my hands, it's, you listen to the beat and it's how you feel like it should sound. It's not like, oh, you gotta go straight into belting and hit a whistle tone at the end. It's yeah. no, it's like, it, you flow, it goes with the flow and then it ends up being a song. Can you do a whistle? Um, not right now as I'm literally <laughs> choking, but in right some songs. Right now and do that whistle. 
Let's, uh, but uh, in some upcoming songs, there are some notes that we played it back and I was like, let's just keep that there because I've never done this before. And <laughs> like it, that that's when it comes naturally. It's just during ad libs when we're finishing the song, they're just like, all right, just do what you want. And they'll like play it on a loop for like three or four times. And I just go through different takes and just do whatever I think sounds right. And sometimes what I do is I close my eyes and I listen to the beat. And during that time I close my eyes, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I could either crack, uh, something will happen. And there are like moments during that where like, all right, let's comp this, get, get that out. But um, I literally have no idea what's happening when I do that. <laughs> and yeah. It ends up working though. It's like this Holy Spirit moment where like the Holy Spirit drops in and you're just like singing for God and I don't know what I'm saying. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And then I, they're like, wait, that do that again. And I'm like, can you play it for me? I, I blacked out during that whole entire 30 seconds. Yeah. I but... kind of hate that though, because there's sometimes when I do like a really, I, I hate it when it happens when I do a really great note or when I get like that wonderful lyric just as I'm going to bed and I'm like, I swear to God, I'm going to remember this. I need to sleep. Like it's just, it happens when you don't think. That's why I said yeah. exhausting and maybe exhaustion and sickness is necessary to have fun. Oh yeah. You gotta, you gotta improvise. For sure. For mm. sure. Well, your next topic, but now that we've talked about music, your next topic was about love. What is it about love? Like, have you fallen in love already or you're, you're still waiting for that feeling? Um, it's unclear. Uh, I want to say yes, but then when the bad times happen, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't be feeling this. Uh, this never happened. I almost like feel like, kind of take it as a joke and I'm like, ah, oh, that was fun. Uh, on to working on myself now, instead of like, I, yeah, it's, uh, I guess I decided to talk, wanted to talk about that because uh, it's a weird topic. It's all, it's like a basic topic, but like everyone has their own. I, I have to say it, it, it interested me because something that I wonder about especially like I have, you know, friends who have dated multiple guys and I think about their experiences and I'm wondering is the, is the one, the one you can say you're actually in love with, like are all the mm -hmm. other relationships kind of testers in a way, like they, I loved them, but if I was in love, I would have stayed. I mean, there's different circumstances when it comes to that, especially with like cheating and betraying and all that. But yeah, I feel like you mature from that, you grow, you hurt. It's a bunch, it's not just love, it's a bunch of emotions. So when it comes down to that, I feel like you do know when you're in love or you have that feeling inside where it's working. And that doesn't mean like that's the one, like you can still have that feeling. and which is also weird because everyone just expects like when you're in love, that's the one forever. And it's not. Um, but it's, 
I don't know. It's just such an interesting thing for me. Like when I'm writing about love, it's, I mean, the past songs um, that we've written in 2021, we wrote a couple songs for an EP. Um, it was interesting for me because when I was writing, there was like different parts of love. Like at first it was me questioning love being like, is this thing even real? Like is there's this song coming out called, is it me? And basically what I'm talking about is, I don't know if I'm doing this wrong. Like is love a pain in the ass or is it me who's just complicated and can't seem to figure it out yet? But growing from that and going into other um, songs we've written, it's weird because I'm just talking about different segments about it. It's like that feeling that you get when everything, like that honeymoon stage, and then also the heartbreak stage, and also the, in the middle, like what's going on, like getting answers, like this is working out, but like, are we going to take it further? Like where, it's all these questions, which is interesting, but also so irritating to think about, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're uh, almost answerless, like they don't, or the answer can change. So the minute mm -hmm. you land on one thing, there's a feeling of like, now there's a next level of like deep philosophies and life lessons that I have to learn. Like there's never a feeling of I landed in a place, you know, yeah. I landed in a state of being, but I never landed in this place where I don't have to go anywhere. Like there's nothing more to discover, which is exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. And, but at the same time, just knowing everyone has their different side of love and everyone has their own story. So it's not like they're going to get the answer you want or get the, an like get the answer in general, you know? Yeah. So yeah. like going, especially with going through a heartbreak, you're like, I'm not going to get answers from them. They just ended things because they did and they don't want to talk about it. They're just like, all right, we're, we're done. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. Enjoy life. I have to say my best friend, which I kind of, I was taken aback, but I also secretly admired it. She texted all her exes and asked, you know, why did we end? Like, what was up with that? And it was a few years after they ended, but yeah. I always admired that she did that. And I think because she did it a few years after they ended and they still had some level of friendship, like she's a sweetheart. Nobody ends badly with her. She's one of those people that ha that you kind of say, like, if you hate her, it's because you're a hateful person. Like, she's so yeah. sweet. Um, and it was interesting. I think because she did it a few years later, their answers were really mature. And there was kind of this yeah. mutual, like, a, you know, one of them was like, um, I just wasn't ready. I didn't know how I thought I was ready. And I didn't know how unready I was. And you were so clear. Yeah. Like, that, damn. Props to her doing that. I I feel like I would do that, but at the same time, knowing myself, absolutely not. I'd be like, because then they'd give me an answer and that'd be the first <laughs> time I get an answer and I just want more. I'd be like, why? This yeah. specific moment, this. And I'd feel like I would go crazy and then scare them off again, you know? When I just like take it as, take it as my, like how I see it and just leave it like that, how it was. Like, I know, yeah. like sometimes I ask a question, but I want the answer, but I already said in my head, 
So I'm like, don't yeah. even, I'm really just asking for like validation. I want them to say, no, you were perfect. It was me. I was a jerk. So I, I totally understand your your fear of asking. And, and maybe there's just a little more growing to do before you could even ask. Because I have to say, I think it gave her more peace. And mm-hmm. I think it's important when you're going into a new relationship to ask that question because you don't want to drag your other relationships instability into your new one. Yeah, exactly. So. And there's always room for growing too. Mm-hmm. Always room. So I, being 21, I feel like I have a couple more years to even like, yeah. I still got to experience the love that I'm trying to find and get on that level. <laughs> Are you tempted now to, to text the next? Like, no, I'm just here to write about them for now. They can text me after being like, great song. And be like, oh, it's about you. So you like that song? <laughs> it's all about you, you narcissist. Of course you like yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, but... I, will, I, I do have one question for you. I'm curious, you know, looking at love. You, you said you haven't fallen in love too many times. Are you still trying to figure out if it was love? Was there yeah. something that, about you that surprised you when it came to relationships? Like, you're like, I never knew I was like until I had a partner. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm going to like talk shit about myself right now. But usually in the beginning when I'm interested, I kind of go all out. I'm like, I need this person to get like, see that I'm I'm interested in stuff and kind of just like let them know and then let's say that works out then I kind of like tone it back being like all right I was too much in the beginning let's calm down but one thing that I have noticed is that I feel like I have to kind of give it all in the beginning just to like give them a taste of what I'm like even though I'm not like that if that makes sense Kind of like the way I'm interpreting it is that like you you dive into the relationship and you go through this weird and like let me impress you with all that I am and in an odd Mm -hmm. way become someone you're not yeah like sending flowers and stuff on a random Tuesday or something like that (laughs) I I'm just like all right let's tone it back we're like two weeks into just like the talking situation let's Relax, Rudy. Um, I'm still learning on opening up a little bit more to people and kind of just like explaining what I'm feeling right then and there rather than surprising them. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that could be a song right there. Let me explain. And then you're like, let me tell you how I feel. I'm writing that down. <laughs> you, uh, the thing someone's like you should write a song about that and I'm like well it's going on my notes right now whipped out the phone you're like let me just explore how I feel as a note like this was this was inspired by an interview with DeAndra Ruiz at all DeAndra helped me with this yeah DeAndra Ruiz at all I kid you not I'm writing it down right now yeah yeah I mean, that's a good song. And I, I don't think, I think it's totally relatable. I don't know 
it's kind of going back to what we were talking about in terms of relationships, especially like the first few ones before you find the one. I think Mm -hmm. part of that, I call them testers. Part of their testing is communication, but not just communication with your partner, communication with yourself. Like, I I, I think the most frustrating thing with me is when I think that I'm being clear and they're like not interpreting it. And it's just like, I don't know any other words. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you just, like, also have to make sure that you're ready, too. Because you could just be, like, oh, they're interested in me. Let's just, like, book it and, like, do it right now, like, all this stuff. But you also, like, mentally, physically, like, you're, it's not just, like, you're texting someone. You're seeing someone. You're being with someone. You got to, like, communicate back, which is something I'm learning, too. I kind of just go into things very fast sometimes and got to make sure I can breathe first and talk to myself real quick before I get into them. (laughs) No, Wait, that sounded really weird. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Not get into them. Like, you know what I meant. Uh, I mean, I definitely, I understand how you feel, especially because I'm trying to learn not to, nobody's perfect. Don't dismiss somebody for their imperfections and don't run away. I think that's yeah. kind of, especially if you, I understand what you meant of like that, that beginning of like submerging yourself in a relationship and, and trying to impress them, even though you have sinuses with flowers, <laughs> totally know what you feel. And that leads us to our, our kind of weird final topic, which is COVID haha. <laughs> It's not like anyone else is talking about this. I know, uh, I know. <laughs> but I, I have uh, to say, when you send it to me, I kind of thought of like a, a like I, it, you were like, love music, COVID, ha ha. And then I was like, this is a song. This is like a club track, like, dun, dun, walking in the club one day. I saw him coughing my way. He was looking really fine. But I think we have to get to the studio. I know. Yeah. I, you're just throwing all these ideas, and I'm like, shit, I should be no, uh, on my way to text Luke and Simon, but, uh, yeah, yeah. you had, like, even the love, love music COVID, uh-huh. listen, I've been songwriting all my life, so I'm quick with it, but I thought that that there was something about that that felt musical, especially because... I don't know what music venues or going to concerts is going to feel like after when the when everything starts up. Yeah. It, it almost feels like, not simply because like we went through this health crisis, but I kind of am like, don't you feel like there's a level of like, people are gross. Like, yeah. I, like people, I'm like, nobody washes their hands anymore or like people who don't wear masks I'm just like do you just want to cough on everybody I literally right next to me it's this and my Claritin so watch out (laughs) it's weird because I haven't even thought about concerts and I mean when it comes to people talking about concerts my biggest thing that I'm excited for is like going on YouTube and seeing which James Corden live performance or a Jimmy Fallon like recorded live performance and see what they did visually as well as performing wise. Like that's what I get excited for now. Like I saw, I think Billie Eilish just did like 
a whole live stream concert of her tour. And I was just like, that's sick. Like, this is cool. It's just like, that's, it's weird to think how that's just even past my head concerts and all that. Cause I don't think we're, I don't think there's going to be concerts till like end of 2022, maybe 2023, just for precautions. Mm -hmm.